Last two weeks, I have been chilling. I have been resting just to recover so I can rave on um, for the next upcoming, basically, month. Um, today is rave day. Rave day. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody who's going to beyond or I don't know what other <laughs> events yeah, are going, going on, on. But yeah, I'm going to beyond. It's going to be super fun. Um, and then... Some other upcoming festivals that I have going on are Imagine and Lost Lands, um, like two weeks yeah, from back now. To back. <laughs> yeah, and back to back. So it's catch a, me <laughs> with just sunglasses on. At Beyond, it's gonna be a hot oh, weekend, hundred and five degrees. Yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> I'm probably gonna be sweating. Honestly, I bought an electric fan. Or last time I went to Hard Summer, I brought. I brought an electric fan and it came in clutch. And like, I got a lot of people complimenting on, on it too. They were like, wow, this has like so much power or whatever. And it also like lights up. So like if you're it's like perfect. going around and like guiding your group, you can just hold it up and whatnot. As but- me at five, five, four. <laughs> five, <laughs> two. <laughs> Lighting the way. <laughs> See, but if I raise my arm, I'm like at least like, Five eight, <laughs> at least. <laughs> you see, just like a little bit, just like poking out <laughs> through the crowd. <laughs> you can only see like just the top. Um, yeah, but someone stole it <laughs> at Hard Summer, so I bought another one. I bought another one. Hopefully, no one steals it this time. I mean, like I, I would not steal it too, but I sort of understand because it was freaking hot and like. It was the best fan out there, okay? Gotta and do you can... what you gotta do to survive. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Survival of the fittest, apparently. Um, yeah, and... I, oh, who am I excited to see? Um, Lord, I have no idea. <laughs> There's a back-to-back with Virtual Riot, Barely barely Alive, and Modestep. That's gonna be crazy. That's like four... DJs, right? Or I mean, Barely Alive, I just found out, I was today years old, when I found out that Barely Alive is actually two people. Oh, really? Yeah. it was one. <laughs> so there's one person that performs, and then like another person just like, that doesn't. Uh, yeah. So really, like. Yeah, there's a couple, couple people, a couple of DJs out there that are like that. Like Dash Berlin recently had like a huge controversy. It was not that mm-hmm. recent, it's been about for like a year or two. Yeah. But they had a breaking up between the front guy and the two producers, so mm-hmm. yeah, two bad guys, and it was just a huge falling out. And like they now, I think he's doing solo, but it was like, who gets the name? Is it the front DJ that gets the name, or is it the back two? Yeah, that get the name? yeah. Oh lord, <laughs> it's a little hard. If you were in a DJ group, would you want to be the front DJ or make music in the back and chill? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I like dancing and like vibing with like the crowd. I guess so. Maybe that, but like, 
my introvert self would probably be in the back chilling. <laughs> They'll have to get you a little DJ table, <laughs> a little yeah. smaller one. <laughs> <laughs> or like a booster seat <laughs> one of those like like what are those like high chairs or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> like part of your rider what have you been up to uh not much it's been like pretty mellow two weeks uh, i don't i didn't have any events but i'm excited for nocturnal in the future and just busy mm-hmm. planning out releases my artists i do artist management with my artist van glow uh we just queued a song for release so that's like super exciting we haven't done a release since like april but now we have a couple back-to-back that are back-to-back songs that are ready to be put out and just doing a lot of work in terms of getting everything ready it's always like super stressful just making sure we have everything in place and have everything the way we want it to be but yeah pushing it out september oh actually i can't say it hasn't been announced yet it's coming uh, out yeah, it's, it's <laughs> september i guess but yeah it's coming soon. <laughs> I guess. but what day who knows <laughs> But we're super excited for this one. It's honestly a great track. Uh, maybe we'll do a sneak preview of it on Stage Shoppers Discuss yeah. before it comes out. It'll be fun. Yeah, so moving on to some news. Um, the lineup for Insomniac's new venue, Emerge Warehouse, comes or came out. So on June 23rd, Insomniac announced their newest project, Emerge Warehouse in Oakland, California. After nearly a year and a half with no traditional in-person events, Insomniac has been working hard to expand to new territories and taking advantage of the market. In October of 2020, Insomniac completed the acquisition of Club Glow, with it coming um, iconic venues like Echo Stage and Soundcheck. Emerge will join Insomniac's venues across the country featuring massive headliners and state-of-the-art production, and Insomniac usually has fantastic production. Um, Emerge is also a brand new warehouse structure being built outside of Ring Central Coliseum. Um, little information is known about the capacity or how the inside and outside of the warehouse will look like. However, with the debut show being only two months away anticipation and expectations are on the rise insomniac holds a reputation for having the biggest events or biggest and best events and we expect nothing less from this warehouse so would you go yeah i'm super excited like the main thing that's making me super excited about this is Mm -hmm. that they tore down the existing structure and so they're making it from scratch and, like, having Insomniac, like, putting their hands on, like, a warehouse that they get to exactly build the way they wanted mm-hmm. to build. Like, that's super exciting. Like I, I, like, I would make the trip up there just so I can see what, like, that first <laughs> show is going to be like. Um, yeah. And I hope they do it in SoCal, too. I think especially with, like, Factory 93 picking up and them doing more warehouse-style shows. Mm-hmm. They should, they could make one, like, around here. That would love that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And the lineup also features um, DJ Snake, Back to Back Mala. I know they've been promoting it quite a bit lately, and that takes place on Friday, October 15th. It will be their debut show at Emerge Warehouse. Woohoo! And then the day after, Saturday, October 16th, Dead Mouse will be playing, and... That's just also legendary. Like, those are already, like, three huge names, you know? And then, if that doesn't get you going on November 5th, um, which is brand new, that they just 
announced not too long ago, um, Tiesto will also be performing. It's going to be action-packed. Like, the first weekend is going to go hard. Oh, first weekend. Oh, super, I would go. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited to see what they're going to do. Like, is the production going to, like, stay? Like, how is it going to look on the inside? Are yeah. they going to bring in, like, the artist productions? Is it going to be their own stuff? But mm-hmm. I feel excited. like Insomniac's production lately has been, like, it's been popping off. Like, yeah. even just, like, the sneak peek for Beyond Wonderland. Yeah, that looked crazy. Like, the giant, like, checkerboard, like, walkway and stuff. Like, imagine just... <laughs> yeah, that looks super crazy. <laughs> I, I was impressed. And they've been going hard. And I think one thing everyone was worried about is, like, oh, when events come back, are they going to be smaller? Because, like, these companies haven't made any money for a while. They're going to be in tough spots. I it think, seems like it's gonna. Everything has been bigger. Like every yeah. festival I've seen has been yeah, bigger. Yeah, they've been or for Beyond Wonderland, they're also using like this whole like venue again, just like they did for Hard Summer, and then they're adding like a brand new stage. So like, it's just gonna pop up. Gonna be crazy. Yeah, and Lord, I can't wait for EDC. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about it as well, and uh, what we were just saying was. So they, no announcement has been made regarding a May EDC yet. Mm-hmm. And so let's normally EDC immediately after the EDC ends. They already have like the next one announced, like usually on the drive home. If you live in Southern California, the drive home from Vegas always has a, um, a billboard announcing yeah. the next EDC. And but right now there's no Desert announcement rave. made. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. There's, there's no announcement made of like a May EDC. And like I think it was gonna be probably like let's say early November by the time like the next one gets announced. We'll see. That's gonna be tight. I mean, especially like with getting hotels and yeah, everything. And like, usually might... a, like people like plan this like you said, like a year in advance, yeah. you know? Or like as soon as it's announced. So So if you're planning on going in May, I mean get I would say get things ready, get you those know. Quick. <laughs> start saving be start talking to your ray fam because yeah. as soon as those tickets come Plan out your outfits <laughs> yeah and they're gonna be hot tickets like everyone's gonna be jumping on board and mm-hmm. a lot of people that didn't go in october or are what? probably gonna push for that may yeah and they're gonna be ready to get tickets so it's gonna, it's gonna be well free for all even if i go in october i think i, I might want to go yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, should I do it in May too? Because like, I kind of want to do both. Like, I'll yeah, right. Two D C's in one year. We have to, you know. We we messed out on exactly. A of our We're life. just playing catch up, you know. <laughs> but all right, so some on some crazy news. Uh, so the friends over at EDM dot com posted an article about this and basically gathered all the information. And it's a wild story. Like, I was just reading this, and I was like, it was getting crazier and crazier. Yeah, I was listening to him, like, or just, like, right next to him watching him, like, read this article. And he's like, this is crazy. It was, like, every three seconds. So <laughs> I haven't heard the story. I'm excited to react to it. So take it away. All right, let's get into it. So this Ray Fam's weekend turned upside down. When on the last night, one of their members, Melnick, vanished without a trace. When Melnick had, hadn't turned up, by the time her friends were packing out of the gorge Monday morning, the group reported her disappearance to the Moses Lake Police Department and sounded the alarms across EDM Twitter in posts. 
and basically posting out on Twitter asking for help reporting her missing. Yeah, I saw like the missing persons like report and stuff too. Really? Yeah. So yeah, like, like they posted on like someone's story or something. Yeah. yeah, word like that spreads quick within the rave community as well. Everyone doing their best to help out. And according to Officer Caleb Martin, she had misplaced her phone and partied pretty hard and lost her way trying to find her campsite on Sunday. Then her friends left her behind and went home, Martin added. Excuse me? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, so it's like at that point, if your friend is, you know, not coming back, like how long do you wait? Like, what do you do? But I would say, I mean, like, how long do they look for her before leaving? That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> like, if you... Like, if they didn't say anything... Or, because, like, on the thing that I saw, it said that, like, she was looking for a ride home or something on that day. And then, like, they just assumed that she left, which is what I saw. Yeah. But... I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, like, according to this, like, that's something else. Yeah, so <laughs> but, you... like, either way, like, don't leave your friend, you know? It gets crazier. Like, gets don't crazier. go home. <laughs> <laughs> don't... <laughs> um, and, all right, let's see where we are. All right, so Melnick's phone was found by a Base Canyon employee on the soundboard barrier at the, at the festival's hilltop stage, along with their passport, social security, and car keys. Girl, what do <laughs> you, why? I mean, like, great that, like, an employee found it and everything, but, like, why, was why it just, like, placed security? on top there? Why do you have your yeah. social security card? why do you have your social security card? And your passport. <laughs> I mean, I understand passport because some people don't have or like some people like lose their yeah, ids yeah. or whatever and like my friend bless her heart i love her but like she hasn't gone to the dmv she lost her like driver's license and she just hasn't gone for like a year dmv is the worst yeah she's she's just like putting it off and like she always brings her passport to like the bar or something you know so i'm just like <laughs> I, I get it but, but like social, social security, security card <laughs> Okay, whatever. Yeah, it's funny. I'm not sure why anyone would have their social security card on the festival. festival. just placed there or just like, was it just so like sitting on top of there? It was very neatly... Interesting. Put... Okay, so uh, I think Sauce. I'll... Uh, let's see where we're... Car key. So the, the sound engineer reportedly saw her laying out all her things neatly in front of the soundboard. Okay, weirdo. And this included... Cliff bars, Uno cards, sandals, bags, social security card, passports, stickers, keys. So literally all of her all belongings. Her and it was very neatly placed. Like as in like, it looked like a crime scene. Like it looked like everyone just, you like neatly, like you know how they lay yeah, out someone's yeah, stuff yeah. on a crime scene? Uh, like that's how it was. So the sound engineer basically sees this is like freaking out and it's like, like who lays their stuff like this and just yeah. walks away. And, and like... The, the sound engineer would have probably been like, is that even the person that, like, all of this stuff belongs to, you know? Yeah. Like, if I saw that, I'd be like, hello, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But. 
So they, so the sound engineer watched over it for a little while. Uh, and then obviously like the end of the show came, no one came to pick it up. And in a series of Snapchat posts, Melnick, po- Melnick later revealed that her belongings were left behind on purpose in hopes that someone will steal her identity. Question mark. <laughs> she also claims to believe she was following the word of God. Hmm? And I quote, I read something in the Bible saying, if you're going to follow Jesus, give away everything you have. So I did, and I'm still alive and unharmed. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what to say. Okay, so you left all of your belongings because Jesus said so? Yes. (laughs) And she's alive and she's unharmed. Yay, Yay, I guess. And uh, <laughs> Just like in the middle of the festival. I'm just gonna like follow God right now. Pretty crazy. Yeah, it's typical. No stuff. hate on Jesus. <laughs> I love Jesus. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> so Mel- he works in mysterious ways, I guess. Very mysterious. <laughs> Melnick revealed that she wandered off sober and on purpose. I just wanted a break from the world, she posted, detailing how she deliberately chose not to contact her friends, family, or the authorities while she was gone. Okay, that's kind of messed up. Like, I understand, like, unplugging from the world or whatever, but, like, in the middle of a festival. Yeah. Like, and anything could happen. And at the Gorge. Yeah. The Gorge, for those that don't know, it's basically the main stage is directly behind it like is a massive cliff and like a massive just open venue so you could go and just be lost in the fields lost in the sauce. and like the canyon and yeah. like there's a lot that could go wrong there like yeah. it's not a really good place where you want someone to be right. lost i'm glad she was sober i guess yep. and so <laughs> but like even sober people do crazy things <laughs> exhibit a <laughs> And so the story goes, instead, Melnick went along with the flow, she said, taking a last-minute job with carpooling app Catch a Ride and crashing with the company at the hotel where she was found Monday Monday evening. I'm a wild child and very spontaneous, Melnick summarized. I'm just so quirky. I'm like a wild child. I'm a free spirit. I love to like just go unannounced and like, you know, just, just go no one, missing. No one understands her as me. You just. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I, <sighs> it's just very unfair to her family, her friends. Oh yeah, like, like I the don't authorities. even. I don't even know how I would like act like a like. As a friend, like, if I was put in that situation, I don't even know if I'd want to speak to you again. Yeah, honestly. Like, you had me worried, sick, and then, like, all the people that were, like, on social media were attacking her, you know, for or attacking them or her friends um, for, like, leaving her at the festival or whatever. And, like, I sort of kind of get that. Like, I, I'd be like, who the heck? Like, I literally just said it, like, who leaves their friend? At a festival, you know, or, like, who just goes home without, like, knowing where their friend is. Which, like, I totally understand, but also, she did it on purpose. She kind of set them up for that, you know? So, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know how I'd act. And, like, family, obviously, like, like her parents are probably, like, oh, like, worried sick, you know? Yeah. Like, your kid is going to a festival, like, in the freaking forest, <laughs> you know, pretty much. And, and then she just, like, turns up missing. And that's traumatizing for the friends, too. Like, yeah. I'll be traumatized if my friend goes missing and I have to, like, you're worried sick. Yeah. Like, for... And, like, if you go to an event again with her and she turns out missing again, are you going to be like, oh, it's it's her acting like a wild child, just being spontaneous, you know? Or is she, like, actually missing and, like, dead? Exactly. You know? Like, you, it's like Boy Who Cried Wolf, you know? Yeah, it really is. So, she made a post on Instagram and there's, I, I really just could not summar, summarize this any better than, I, I have to read like yeah, word by word yeah. everything she said. <clears throat> so she starts with, I, I did leave without saying anything. I was also not mad that they left. I would, if I was desperate and need to get home, I would have called my mom, my sister, Olga, Catherine, or my brother, uh, Mikhail. I have their numbers memorized or I would have called the police because I know the number of the no- <laughs> number to 911. <laughs> I'm a big girl and I can glad. take care of myself. I just wanted to break from the world before doing before doing that while I was gone. Matthew Sawyer from Catch Ride even hired me and gave me a job and gave me a place to stay. I'm sorry that my friends don't understand that I'm spontaneous and I do not care about materialistic things like like a phone. Oh my god. I had to hitchhike at 15 and again at 20 after my friends made me move back to Wyoming. By the way, I have been paying the lease in California for 3 months when I am not even living there. Only for you at one of her friends on Instagram. Uh, because I did not want you to struggle. I was not in any danger. I simply wanted a break from the world. I knew where all my stuff was at because I was sober when I was placed it there. The only time I did not feel sober was for the 45 minutes when I was high off K. Oh. <laughs> after, after the high, I got overwhelmed, took a two-hour nap, woke up sober and cold, and walked back to the camp. And tagging her friends at Caitlin, I I was told that my camping friends don't remember me showing up to camp Sunday night. I literally had sex with someone from the group, went on the grass and wrapped in a sleeping bag, watched the moon and stars, heard music. So I went to the music and I found Jester again, homie, homie on the golf cart, along with my friend Lenta, and went exploring with them. I was living in the moment and enjoying it. I'm sorry, everyone. (laughs) 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 Gather your thoughts, Esme. (laughs) I I don't have thoughts. Like, I have, like, a billion, but also zero. Like, I... Are you, like... I'm just speechless. Like, I understand that, like, you just want to, like, live in the moment or whatever. 
but also you have to understand that the world is still a scary place you know like even though like you're fine you think you're like all good you're like you're sober you know how to take care of yourself there are still bad things that happen to people you know and your your homies are just like trying to look out for you you know so and you have like a responsibility to like when you guys are group you guys all have like a responsibility yeah. to each other to like take care of each other and you know like watch out for each other and like be there together and like leave together as well yeah it's like when that's the agreement yeah and you can't like that's just messed up thing it's very selfish thing to do it is it's very selfish i think it's selfish i mean you could have done that any other time by yourself yeah you know or at least let them know like it wouldn't have taken much to be like by the way i'm just gonna like leave my stuff and like go a little crazy <laughs> i'm just gonna be spontaneous, spontaneous. in a wild child <laughs> i'm just so spontaneous this is why raving solo is <laughs> as our last we discussed in our last episode raving solo doesn't come like i'm glad it worked out for her like it seems like she had a great time okay like i'm glad she had a great time okay but like at the expense of others i don't think so i agree well said <sighs> on to more lighter, like, <laughs> lighter, better, just more happy, less frustrating things. Like, something to, like, unwind. Yesterday, Grizz announced the launch of Astro Hippie, his very own line of THC-rich cannabis products in Michigan. Do you smoke? Do you partake in recreational marijuana I do. I do. <laughs> Hand on the Bible. <laughs> Hand on the Bible. Um, yeah, I used to be the a little pothead. <laughs> For real. Um, yeah, I used to be like a little pothead. Like, I was going to say as a kid. I, I did not do it as a kid. Like, I, <laughs> At the appropriate age. <laughs> at the appropriate age, whatever age that is. Um, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I've calmed down on it. I mean, for health reasons. Um I'm not really allowed to smoke that much anymore. So even if I wanted to, I couldn't <laughs> be a little pothead. <laughs> um, but um, I would definitely pick up smoking again just for Grizz's Astro Hippie um, line. And people may ask, can a DJ really make a successful line of marijuana products? Absolutely. Grizz has been in the weed industry for several years and had an award-winning strain not too long ago. He is also doing the business with his brother, so it's a family business, and his THC line comes from a grower he may or may not have bought Kush from in college. He said, yeah, I was definitely very illegal back then, but look, now I'm doing it legally, (laughs) you know? And he said that he used to sell weed like in college as well um just to like make ends meet so now he's doing it legally (laughs) (laughs) so astro hippie focuses on inclusion and is packaged with bright fun colors included in this line is a hybrid strain called mr bog it is supposed to have a sweet diesel smell and hard candy flavor and will make you want to write down all of the ideas you have while you're stoned according to grizz 
It's it's interesting. Yeah, that's super interesting. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like uh, a representation of how Chris is as a person. Okay. Like his sets, his music is always like his sets, especially are so like his visuals are super colorful. Yeah. Uh, and even his music, like I love Chris's music, is so unique. Uh, have you seen the packaging for the product? I have not. No. You have to pull it up. It looks so pretty. <laughs> like I would buy, I would buy it just for the packaging. Like no joke. <laughs> Is it this guy? Yeah. Oh, or that's so one of them. Cool. That's so sick. Yeah. I would totally buy it because. Right. It's so pretty. It's so on brand with like his whole brand himself or just like how he is and like all the colors all his visuals and whatnot definitely are translated into the packaging and brand itself and if you prefer indica such as myself um, astro hippie also includes an indica strain called g-funk and g-funk is described to have a woody pine herbal flavor and will give you a mood boost and Grizz also notes that G-Funk has the funkiest strain they could find. So, yeah. I'm excited for that. I think Indica is definitely more so what I'm into. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would probably look up, see where I can get my hands on it. And, like, oh, because <laughs> it sounds like it's perfect for artists. You know, it's pretty, yeah. like, curated. It. Mm -hmm. And lastly is tie-dye medusa which is the one that you just looked oh, up yeah. um which we can assume is sativa um grizz says that tie-dye medusa is like a psychedelic strain interesting Ooh. and gives you a good body buzz and is a very social high so very social high probably sativa most yeah. likely right and yeah i love the packaging for medusa and like i love his song medusa um I think he, that was like his like coming out song, I think. Yeah. So like that one's like a really close one to me. And yeah, but I don't know if I'd smoke it just for the sake of Medusa, <laughs> you know, because like I hate Sativa yeah. like, with a passion. I'm sorry for all the people who love Sativa. Like all of my friends love Sativa. They'll, they'll make the switch later. With time, uh, everyone switches to Indica. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> um, Medusa to me sounds really fun for daytime. Like yeah. If I'm doing, yeah. Which I, like I, I don't smoke anymore. I kind of stopped smoking about like eight months ago. Mm -hmm. I feel like the reason, one of the main reasons I stopped was because I feel like I was using it as like a escape. Mm -hmm. Like it was, I normally, I used to smoke every night. And I would say for the most part, I was smoking to like relax and like. Chill. Just chill for the night, but it got to the point where I think I was I was going through a lot of stuff and I was using it to like escape, mm -hmm. and it was like a, a nose. I was like I was like I, I, I need feel to like everyone like, has that phase. Yeah, I definitely had that. Like when I like first started smoking, like pretty heavily. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely use it as escape as well. But now, like I do it like just like every now and then or whatever, and then also because of health reasons, I can't as much, which is totally fine by me. Um, but anyway. Astro Hippie is unfortunately only available in oh, Michigan. Man. I know. I'm so sad. Maybe make the trip up to Michigan. Who knows? <laughs> For real. Um, yeah, but um, with that announcement, he also mentioned the launch of his own line of CBD products as well. Um, the line of CBD is called Telescope, and Gris states that the brand is geared towards experimenters and tokers, right? 
experimenters and tokers who want to explore life in maximum color and who want to listen to music that tickles their ears and blows their minds. <laughs> That's loaded. <laughs> like, yeah. That sounds right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and he also says that his CBD brand allows people to participate and benefit from the plant without getting on a rocket ship, especially with uh, Medusa being a psychedelic <laughs> type of strain. That's super interesting. I hope he expands it like out of Michigan. Uh, I think products like this are huge for like the dance music community because i mean we've seen a lot of rappers having their own strains mm -hmm. but having seeing it coming to dance music and more like djs and artists within edm like doing stuff like this will be fantastic yeah yeah and i know a few djs who like are super like pro weed like like dr fresh you know like he has like his or like i mean he's a um, doctor you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> prescribe it um in Subtronics, I think. They both have, like, uh, yeah. paper to, like, roll up. So that's super cool. Um, but going back to Grizz's CBD brand, um, he also says that the CBD line will come in the form of flour, pre-rolls, and gummies. And um, the CBD line will be available in every state. So... Grizz fans, CBD lovers, and everything in between will get the chance to try out his products. And I'm a super big fan of CBD. I highly recommend it to everybody. Um, I think in the launch announcement, he was saying that he just got into CBD and really respects how, um, like, all the, all the benefits that come out of, like, CBD and whatnot. Because, like, you can totally get high or whatever, but like CBD is like for like calming and like body aches and whatnot. So like he recognizes the many benefits that CBD has without, you know, getting it into like THC and whatnot. I'm super excited. I think as soon as it makes its way down to California, I for sure going to pick it up, give it a try. Yeah. With everything you've mentioned about it, it seems like it's very high quality products. I'm, I'm I'm all in. I'm sold. No, yeah, I'm super I'm excited. I mean, like, if it's somebody or a grower that he's been, like, with since college, you know, I feel like I trust it. <laughs> that is all we have for you guys today. As always, thank you for listening to Stage Hoppers Discuss. We drop a new episode every other week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast platforms. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and check out our website, stagehoppers.com. I'm Esme. And I'm Arad. See you guys next time.